Welcome again to the Relative Truth Podcast. So glad you joined us. My name is Trey McWilliams. And I'm Mike McWilliams. We are a podcast that tries to edutain. We are global in our reach and uh, glad you joined us. So, uh, Mike, it's been a few weeks. I know you got a lot going on in your life. How's it going? Yeah, How's life? That's good. It's, you know, I get a new circus music uh, DJ every morning <laughs> to play the circus music that's going on. So, you know, in addition to answering um, about 7,000 questions on what dose of horse dewormer ivermectin oh. would be appropriate for a, you know, 10 pound baby. I'm joking. Uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, other than answering that 7,000 times a day, my life is great. <laughs> Man, and I think you got to be careful about talking about ivermectin since that's not a an approved solution to the COVID problem. We could get banned. Yeah. Like don't don't they take people off for saying things? Yeah. If you're not pro vaccine, you you get Yeah. ostracized. It's, well, <clears throat> and it's that's that's been kind of a, um, I'm okay to get shut down for this. Cause I, if you know, the, the six or seven people that might listen to this, I think probably would be interested to hear this, but the crazy part about this whole deal is that the treatment modes in most disease states will run the gamut of what works, you know? And to me, we've kind of run away from, things that seemingly have some because of the issue I think at most hand is probably a liability issue or it's, it's born in that issue, you know, of doctors not wanting to prescribe it because of the fact that it's not indicated for that treatment. So in other words, ivermectin or Plaquenil hydroxychloroquine is not indicated for the treatment of COVID. And I'm like, Right. And there's not a company in the world that's going to go back and spend the money to get it indicated for that. Just doesn't, it's not a, it's not a feasible, so, uh, you know, uh, re, uh, there's, it's just not from a money not worth standpoint. The investment. Yeah. Not worth the investment. So, you know, so let me interrupt you. So when you say indicated, you mean like approved for use. Exactly. Yeah. So what, treatment. what happens is like, uh, let's say I come up with a drug that's, one of a kind I, and basically patent it in a sense. So that, mm-hmm. and then the approval process that I have to justify is that that novel drug works on what I'm telling them it works on. So if I say this will drug stop sneezing, then I have to have data that proves that it stops sneezing. Now, if at some point down the road, it also grows eyelashes and that's, uh, something that comes out out of, out of the data, I'm probably not going to go back and spend the money to say that it grows eyelashes. Does that make sense? Because yeah. I've got it approved or hopefully I've gotten it approved for its initial indication. Well, so if in later times people use it for that's the, you know, there's this inherent potential risk 
of it being used for eyelash growth and not for its initial indication. So ivermectin is that drug. It's it's a dewormer, period, end of sentence. That it's, that's going to be its class that it's in. That's probably what it was indicated for. I think uh, stromectol is the brand name, and it's been indicated for scabies and maybe uh, some other deworming uh, things. So with that, <clears throat> they're not going to go back and change that for, sca- or for COVID. So a doctor prescribing that, everyone says, opens themselves up for liability. And where I have the issue is that doctors prescribe off-label or off-indication every day. So that's something that happens literally every day. I can name 50 drugs right now that are taken more commonly for their off-label use than they are for their indicated use. So anyway, so it, it's a the law of the the. Li, li, litigious society we live i guess is the fear and because covid is a hot topic that is you know you're going to probably see lawyers start the whole deal of did you take ivermectin did you blah 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 you know and so anyway and well and so what you're saying is that if i if i take your drug that you and you invented for eyelashes to grow my eyelashes and it wasn't indicated for that then if something else happens to me, my eyelashes don't grow, you would be worried that I'd come back to sue you because that's not what your drug was for. Your drug was to keep me from sneezing. Right. And so I go sue the doctor who told me it might grow my eyelashes. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So could there be could there be more nefarious motivations behind What's going on? So, for example, if if ivermectin, for example, or one of the other drugs you named, actually heals people, but I can go buy that much less expensive, doesn't big pharma? And I'm I know I'm might stepping on your toes a little bit since you are a pharmacist. Um, doesn't that play a role into it too, as far as the money? Or am I, am I just too conspiratorial? Well, I think it, I mean, I think it does to some degree. I mean, <clears throat> you know, I mean, I think it's one of those things. If, if, for example, something that's unbelievably simple solves a pretty complex problem and I'm big pharma and I'm spending a crap ton of money to come up with a monoclonal antibody treatment that has been treating COVID and got a, um, I'm I'm not really going to support the fact that, you know, ivermectin, which is pennies on the dollar compared to um, a mono and a monoclonal antibody treatment cost. Yeah. Then, yeah, I mean, I don't know how involved those things are, but I will say this: it. it um, I mean, there's. I don't know. I guess, conspiratorially speaking. <laughs> It could make sense. I'm not saying it does. I'm just saying, you know, where they're follow the money. I mean, that's yeah. You know, so, and I well, but, you know, but I will say this: the thing that the other part of this that, and this is just my theory, and I don't think it's conspiratorial. I think it's idiocy um, and stupidity. But COVID's never going to be 
completely eradicated, period, end of sentence. And people need to know that. And that's not being said. I know. The flu, we have never contained the flu. And it doesn't matter if you had everybody in the world vaccinated. It doesn't stop the flu from having the flu next year, period, end of sentence. So, so, and COVID is very comparable. Now, the virility, all those things are different. But as far as it's, we don't need to be stupid in our, in our thoughts that for some reason we're going to make this like smallpox. That's not going to happen. We'll never happen. Okay. So why, why is that? Why, why can I not argue, Hey, we got rid of smallpox and measles for the most part and polio and turbo tuberculosis. Why can't we get rid of COVID? Yeah, so you, so it's, that would be the theory if that everyone got vaccinated, that we would never get it. Right. Well, one, mm-hmm. once someone was vaccinated from polio, the the issue was is that no one, I mean, no one got it, right? Okay, and if you look at just numbers right now, there are people that have had the vaccine and also yeah. gotten COVID. So just by that alone is the argument of saying, you know, same thing with measles, mumps, rubella, whatever. You can go through the list of one's smallpox. You're probably not going to get, um, once vaccinated, it's, it does eradicate it. There's not a, there's not a mutation process or whatever that creates further issues. So, you know, there's not the, um, so anyway, there's probably more to that than what I even know of, but I would say just from a, a standpoint of why would people, and, and I'm not saying does it help? Yeah, I'm. Sh- I mean, I'm sure the vaccine helps. I'm not. I'm not an anti-vaxer. I'm just saying. I mean, the studies, or I mean, it's proving out people that are <laughs> have had the vaccine are still getting COVID now, not at the rate that the unvaccinated are, and that's been proven as well. So, all that to say, though, if it's going to eradicate it, then everybody that has had a vaccine is completely immune, and they're not. Yeah. So. Yeah. So anyway, I, um, and well, I didn't. I, I had no idea we we're gonna go off on this trail tonight. Yeah. So. Well, sorry. Anyway. Yeah. Well, that's, that's just okay. pet peeve story of the days. <laughs> My last few days. Well, and I the I don't remember. I mean, I guess I wouldn't remember because I wasn't necessarily around or cognizant of what was going on, but <clears throat> they've never. I've never seen where states or counties or companies are willing to give away money for people to get a vaccine. Like United Airlines will give, if you give get your vaccine, you can enter a contest to get like free flying for a year. Um, our county... Uh, Harris County here in Houston is paying people $100 to get the vaccine. Um, <clears throat> State of Washington, when we were up there this summer, you know, they were doing some kind of lottery giveaway. Like, that that just seems odd to me that if it... I don't think they had to do that for measles or chicken pox or... You know what I mean? Like... right. I, don't, I, I can't articulate why that bugs me, <laughs> but it just doesn't seem right. That yeah. why, why are we having to bribe people? 
Like yeah. it means a lot of people don't think it's a good idea. So I guess. And the other thing too is just <clears throat> the Osters what well, I don't know what the word is, but the dividing of the vaccinated and non vaccinated. Yeah. Is <clears throat> how I'm thinking just, at some point. Yeah, I'm thinking at some point there's going to be maybe two different water fountains that one is for the vaccinated and one's for the non-vaccinated. And then you're going to have maybe maybe bathrooms that one's for the vaccinated and one's for the... Yeah. Sounds unbelievably crazy. But yeah, we might get there yeah. someday. Or they well, maybe you have to, you know, maybe the vaccinated what, have what to I sit wish... in the front of the bus and then the unvaccinated sit in the back. That would be interesting too. No, you don't get to ride the bus if you're unvaccinated, right? No, that's you true. Are, you got to yeah. have a vaccine passport. You have to walk. Um, but like the other thing too is I just wish somebody I wish it hadn't gotten so political in that where you could have the truth of the reporting like you read one side and one side says hey there's no problems the other side hey there's people dying of the vaccine or being injured from the vaccine I read a thing basically a headline that the guy was his point was why would i get a vaccine when i have a 99.95 percent chance of surviving it if i get it and he and his point was it's even better than that because so much of the deaths from covid air quote i think he said 96 percent of covid deaths had at least four comorbidities so um, like how many people truly died from COVID only? And I'm not saying that's all that matters, right? but you know, how many were 83 years old and had diabetes and were 40, you know, a hundred pounds overweight? Like, yeah. Cause that matters to me. Sure. Right. Especially if you're going to make children get wear masks and get vaccines like okay what's their danger really and and that's that's what has concerned me the most is i don't i feel like we are so overreacting and it does i'm not saying it's not a bad thing or covid's not a real thing or a serious thing but to the degree we are reacting to something that's even when we count comorbidities your chances are you're going to make it through right? and yeah. you're going to be okay yeah yeah and and, I, and, and, I, and well and what i would say is that i think the the other part of this that i think is not mentioned is <clears throat> the barriers to treatment that are problematic because of the fact of just what I mentioned earlier, when someone goes and gets tested positive, then, you know, basically they say, go home. And when you start feeling bad, come back to the hospital and you're, you know, when your O2 stats are at 88, then we'll do something and we'll put you in the hospital, put you on a vent and you're going to die two weeks later. And I'm like, okay, that's unbelievably awful. You know, like if, if at some point when that person, you know, if you knew that there was a treatment 
out there that was um, legit, you know, that whether it's, um, I don't know. I mean, if, if, if the treatment modes had been utilized, and I'm not even saying using ivermectin and Plaquenil, I'm saying secondary infection. So start them off on an antibiotic of some sort that would help with the secondary infection. Well aware of an antibiotic doesn't help with a viral infection. I'm well aware of that. I also think, do, do steroids inhalation treatments, do they help? I think they probably do. Where Would, you know, some support related to kind of nutritional supplements and those sorts of things, would those help as well? Probably would. But when you just tell somebody to go home and that literally is the conversation that is being had over and over and over again, and then it's like, you know, hopefully you'll get better, maybe take some Tylenol and that's all that's recommended. That's crappy. That is the worst treatment ever, you know, and then, and then, and then, and then not adhering, not even giving ivermectin or, or Plaquenil even an option. That's, I think even being, I mean, that's sticking your head in the sand, you know? And then I'd say, maybe, maybe our numbers would be totally different if we would have been a little more aggressive and said, okay, guess what? I mean, I'm just throwing this out there. Ivermectin has been used a long freaking time. And it's, it's within doses, dose ranges, if it's given appropriately and not bought at tractor supply and people giving themselves horse dosages, in other words, overdosing, probably dosing it correctly would probably, those, many of those people would probably have survived given the other components of treatment. I'm not saying ivermectin alone. I'm not saying Plaquenil alone. I'm not, but, right. but those but because of the fact that we were like, well, we just need to, you know, just go home, hope you get to feeling better. And, and then chastised and shamed because of the fact that you didn't get your flu shot or getting, didn't get your COVID shot or to say, Hey, we're not going to treat anybody until, you know, you know, this, um, the bridegroom of all vaccines is going to come out someday and everybody's now going to be better. And I'm like, okay, could the six months of the time that we were waiting on the vaccine, could we have not have thought of, hey, let's maybe try some of this. Let's do some studies. Let's let's not have this kind of, you know, this random data that's coming in from, you know, different doctors that are treating people. And they're saying, okay, this is working really well. We've kind of figured out that if we give them, you know, so much ivermectin on this day and we wait three days and we give them another dose that we have really good success. And you're like, okay, those doctors aren't nuts. <laughs> you know, they're know. not just well, putting out, prop- those- they're not putting out propaganda just for you know, just for shit's sake, they're doing something helping people. And I'm like, yeah, but we're like, uh, that's, I, I literally, I don't understand. That's. And so anyway, we keep getting Some on this those deal. Doctors have been fired from their jobs or exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. <clears throat> yeah. I, I just, I think, I don't know exactly what it is, but it just seems like there's a bigger, why that this is happening more than just doctors being afraid to get sued and i don't i don't know what it is and it's just it's so well it's the whole world in my view that the 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 transgender stuff the the um identifying the 
there's not gender identification all all that stuff it's just is so irrational and it's just it's just right on the other side of crazy <laughs> i mean yeah it's so far out there yeah i, I you know i don't know it, it's it's i think in any other aspect of life um if you were to say hey there might be a treatment out here or you know that might that might help and we we figured out a dose and a that's not going to harm right that's already been established i mean stromectol is something that's been given <laughs> you know for scabies and it's ba- it's a weight based um dose or whatever and it it's that's you could if you gave it exactly like stromectol is indicated literally um and you gave it that way i think you would probably find that most people would be better after they took the dose and if that's not the case at least it was worth the try yeah you know what i mean like i mean how many times did you know a doctor try to bring somebody's blood pressure down and the drug didn't work and guess what you didn't go well i'm suing the doctor he didn't bring he didn't bring my blood pressure down what you did you went back and said hey that one didn't work let's try something else try another why not yeah i mean it's a <clears throat> and to me there's more science behind this than you know the artistry of being a doctor and i think um and and i and i will say this i'm i'm not being critical well i guess i am uh, i'm being critical of the fact that we we're not pursuing thought on treatment we're our only ace in the hole is um the vaccine and i don't that's as a general rule is not the end all you know i mean yeah. to me the flu you know flu vaccines uh for years you know they're increased like crazy when um they had there was access to them so that that went through the roof and then what you saw was that then the, a drug called tamiflu came out and people were less likely to get the flu shot because they were okay to take tamiflu you know mm-hmm. and it's like okay well so what's the win what's the win there is it so did the i'm like everybody wins we have now treatment but then if you want to get the vaccine so that you don't ever get to the point that you get sick it's so now you have options and i think this is a similar thing you've got options whereas i think we want to paint the picture that there's no options and I, there there are and that's and yeah. that's that's where that's where i'm frustrated because i'm like they're sitting on people's shelves and um um you know in pharmacies right now or could be and um so well and i think as shallow as this sounds i think one of the issues is that at least the hydroxychloroquine if i'm pronouncing that right you know some of the some of the how bad we wanted to make the COVID disease sound was an, one of the, another reason to get Trump out of office, right? That if, if not that anybody ever blamed him for it, but it was <clears throat> that I know, I mean, I'm sure people did, but that there was 
you know, Trump is suggesting other potential, kind of what you're saying, hey, let's just try some other things while we're waiting for the vaccine. And he was always ridiculed, like, oh, he's not a doctor, he's an idiot, our only salvation is the is the vaccine someday. And that just snowballed and grew, I think. <clears throat> so, yeah. okay, let's talk about something happier. Okay. Um, you have you're 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 gonna get a new addition to your family officially soon. That's correct. Yeah, Saturday, last Saturday, <clears throat> it happened. Yeah, the it was it's it's a really cool story and a cool right, video and, and a cool video. Okay, so um, I haven't seen the video. Is that on Instagram or something? No, I don't think I think Colin has it on his. We haven't uh, posted it yet. Yeah. So anyway, so just to inform everybody, my oldest daughter got engaged last weekend. And prior to that, Colin had come um, to ask for Megan's hand in marriage. And that was a great conversation. He can't, he snuck over here one day um, that he was uh, over in Midland um, spending a couple of days at Megan's. And anyway, they were headed this way. No, I can't remember what the story was. But anyway, so anyway, um, so he comes over while um, she's at work, asks for her hand in marriage, and we said, for sure, we'll we'll be happy to. So okay, so was he was he nervous? He was a little nervous, I think. Yeah, I mean, we we kind of all were in a. I mean, in some sense, yeah. There's a there's a anxious nervousness, I guess, or whatever. But yeah, he he was like, hey, I just want to. He needed to ask us two things. One was, you know. He wanted to marry the, our daughter, and then would would Terry want to go with him to buy the ring? So that was wow, yeah, nice win there. Yeah, that was a so good that, idea. Yeah, so and now to that, Terry has um, she is as you guys, some of you guys may not know, is a buyer for our store <laughs> for gifts, and so she has uh, a pass that she can get into the World Trade Center of. And in the World Trade Center, there are um, jewelry stores, basically, that buy, sell wholesale. And so anyway, so Terry had told Colin, you know, at some point along the line, hey, if you ever want to buy a ring, you know, going to Zales may not be your best option with regard to value. You might, you know, you might be able to get a better deal. Um, and so Colin took her up on it. And so Terry had started her chemo on Monday and thursday she wasn't feeling great but was okay to travel so we traveled we i was off that friday so i tried we left thursday night drove to dallas met colin and then went upstairs to cook diamonds and he bought a ring so anyway wow. and then yeah so crazy piece of that so i guess i was there too i was kind of not really my opinion was kept in my pocket but um but uh anyway it was exciting and so he, uh, a nearly another little caveat to the story was he had saved and had a budget. He may not want me telling this, but anyway, it is to the six people that listen, but the, um, he had had a budget and when he, he picked the diamond and picked the setting and everything, and then he went to pay for it and he was like, that's a little lower. So he thought, he thought about it on the weekend. So this was on Friday. So he thought about it on the weekend and he went back on Monday and got a, um, got a little bit spent more money yeah yeah 
got a little clear stone, I guess is what you would call yeah. it. Um, uh, like the three C's quality. or four C's or something. Yeah. 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 So anyway, he's got a, a little a clarity, a little better clarity. And I think it was a little bigger stone as well on Monday. They set it on or got it ready for him for Thursday. He picked it up, went to Midland and then set the stage for Saturday to, um, uh, to ask her. And it would, it worked out just like, a, a deal. So she was it sh- like, a kind of a, uh, a show or not a show, but like an event, how he asked her, like, did he have you guys waiting oh, no. behind the corner or something or no. And this is the greatest story ever. And you have to see the video, but I'll try to describe it as best I can. And I know that my stories sometimes, uh, put people to sleep. Thank you, David Strayhorn. Uh, tells me the story that we, I put his child who typically does not sleep in a car. He fell asleep en route listening to our podcast. So anyway, <laughs> that's, so, that's not as bad as your co-host falling asleep. Th- while that is talking. true. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to name the podcast now slumber with Mike. That's what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> so, Smooth sounds with Mike McWilliams. That's right. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so, um, Colin, um, Megan had a uh, baby shower on Saturday morning and was going to be done around one o'clock. And so Colin, when okay, Megan, let me interrupt. Yeah, this is in the baby shower wasn't for Megan. No the reason why yeah. they're getting married is not because <laughs> yeah. Megan's it's having not, a baby. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was a friend's, friend's baby shower, yeah, correct? Yeah. A okay, coworker, good. a coworker. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so and Megan was, um, I guess, partly in charge of that, and so, so Colin was calling her after it was over and he had, he had gone to get flowers and kind of the setup at Megan's house. And so he had designed all of it so that Megan would enter through her garage, which is away from her house. And then when she opened the garage door, he had kind of made it put some um, rose petals that led to um, a table that had some pictures and he, and then he would be there in the ring. And so, but he'd also done a really cool thing. He had, he had contacted Megan's roommate, Whitney and Whitney had gone home, but then came back and, um, he asked Whitney if she would take pictures. So she, and during while Megan was en route home, had gotten up on the garage roof and was hidden to take pictures of the whole deal. And Megan in the in the video, it's really funny because she does she doesn't know what's going on. She has no clue that Whitney's up there. And her, and it's so funny because in the video you see her little head poke over the thing. And she's just <laughs> clicking off a thousand pictures or whatever. So it's just awesome. But anyway, and so anyway she walks in and or walks through the she pulls into the garage, and Colin you can just see he gets he's he's really nervous he wipes his head and gets really and then uh and then she walks through the door and she just and she just kind of like drops the stuff and she goes stop or something and 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 then he's like hey you need to come on up here (laughs) because you know they're like 20 feet apart so then she ends up walking up and she's like you know and then he gets down on one knee and asks her and um um and then they take and then whitney's taking pictures and she he kind of talks to her for a little bit and um, none of them can remember what they said and this, um, which is kind of funny. And then, uh, Colin points out that Whitney's up there and Megan's like, Oh my gosh, you were here. And so anyway, it was really cool. So then, um, soon thereafter, then they headed home and we had on Saturday night, we had a, we invited some friends over and had a engagement 
kind of party for them. And it was really fun. So it was, it's been a whirlwind weekend for sure. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's fun. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy for her. I know it was, I was talking to her. I was, she and I were working on some stuff and she was going to get me some paperwork and she was texting back and forth with me and then she kind of went quiet for a while. And then she sent me a text. She said, Hey, sorry, I got sidetracked. And she sent me a picture with her ring. She's like, this happened. I'm like, Oh my God. Oh, so that happened during the deal. Yeah. 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 Well, she, yeah, she, uh, um, it was kind of funny cause on Friday night, so Colin had driven to, uh, Midland from Dallas. He had, he had been with his dad in Dallas and he drove from like I say Dallas to Midland and had gotten there on Friday and Terry and Megan had been talking on Friday and Colin was talking about things he was having to do. And Megan knew the things that she had to get done. And then they were going to head over and they knew they were going to head over here, not knowing that there'd be a party. And anyway, yeah. So Megan had already ruled out, you know, she had basically wasted a trip to the, um, you know, the manicurist or whatever, because there was no going to be no ring or whatever. And he's like, and then Colin actually left today to go to Las Vegas to spend some time with his brother. And he was going to be gone for a week. And then, um, and then Megan has, I think like an, um, a couple shower one weekend in Dallas and, and then Colin's got to go to back to South Carolina. And anyway, she had all these things and she was apparently ripping Colin a new rear end with (laughs) Terry and Terry's knowing what's going to happen in the next hour, next few hours. And so it was kind of comedic, um, that we knew the story and she didn't. So that was kind of fun, but, uh, Oh, that's awesome. It's cool. that She was surprised. That's yeah. awesome. It was kind of a, a, it was a dual surprise. She didn't know about the party and then didn't know about the engagement at e- either. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, but it, it was kind of funny. We talked to several people, you know, about their kind of engagement stories and that sort of stuff. And all of the, and well, not all of them, several of them had similar stories to think that it's like, you know, I didn't think he was ever going to do it. In fact, I thought he was going to break up with me. And that's Terry's story. If she's, yeah. if she were to tell my story, she was he like, he did tell that. She yeah. Did, she was on the podcast, I think. Oh, did she? Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. were, we were going to break up. She thought she says she's wearing sweats, but that's not really the case. So, but anyway, <laughs> so, but anyway, it's, it's kind of funny. So, and that Megan didn't think they were going to break up. She just thought it was going to be, you know, sometime Another. next, yeah. Sometime next fall, <laughs> yeah. you know, a year from now. So, <clears throat> Well, it's a uh, it's bittersweet because she's going to be South Carolina girl, in yeah. Short term, yeah, and that's kind of an exciting thing for them though too. Is Colin, oh, yeah. he's really excited about his potential job. He's going to be a um, kind of have a baseball academy, and with it has um, lessons and you know kind of training and then also it'll develop into teams and um and then he'll kind of help those avenues of you know baseball pursuit so it won't be he's he won't be coaching like he has been but it'll be another dynamic to yeah helping well, kids there's still some coaching right and he's running a business so it's okay. kind of yeah yeah it'll be all of the all of the above kind of yeah kind of multifaceted and it'll be it's in a really um cool part of um, South Carolina. It's pretty there and kind of away from the coast. So you maybe don't get the <laughs> hurricane as yeah. much. And it's in the, it's in uh, Columbia, which I believe is the capital of South Carolina. And then it's the 
um, the University of South Carolina is there. So, um, oh yeah. So that's it'll be, and it's kind of a college town ish, and then also, so anyway, there's there'll yeah. be lots to do for them. So, <clears throat> yeah, sad that they'll be that far away, but maybe we can, you know, be a cool place to go visit. Go visit, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Once you recoup all your money from the wedding. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, we're setting up a uh, GoFundMe. <laughs> GoFund Megan and Colin. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> yeah. Just at the very onset, I, I, I'm. <laughs> there's just so many stories you don't even know. You know, sticker shock is one thing, but like when someone throws out a number, and um, I have an arrhythmia and shit myself. All at the same time, it's like you just can't describe that feeling of, okay, what, what well, you, you said a cake is what? It's $7 a piece? What? <laughs> I was, I was just having this conversation. One of the things you, one of the challenges you have is that you have a family that is in for a wedding i'm guessing is going to want to go big well yeah we're at, yeah yeah well <laughs> yeah i think so i will say this though now to to the credit of i'm not sure where this but megan is they're okay with you know they've they're okay in cutting some corners it seems it just seems like the corners that are being cut aren't to the, uh, they're not to the shape of cut I want, if that makes sense. So, yeah. So, but I I mean, like, I don't think we have to, you know, it's not like we have to have earth, wind and fire for the band and, you know, or whatever. That's, I'm a little dated there, but anyway, um, you know, or, uh, you know, like, um, I don't know, like Max Lucado's not, doesn't have to do the wedding or what, you know, I mean, mean, and it doesn't need to be in the, United Spirit Arena or whatever, you know, some yeah Maverick yeah. Stadium or AT&T well, Stadium. Well, I tell you, I, I, what I was just about to say, I've, I literally had this conversation last week, and that is if you add the, is it the adjective wedding to any noun, it at least triples in price. Yeah. So the photographer... Yep. Yeah. Can a wedding take- photographer or cake, like you said. Yeah. I want a carrot cake, a three layer carrot cake. All right. That's going to be $50. I mean, a three layer wedding cake. Oh, you want a wedding cake? Yeah. <laughs> that's now $900. Well, what's the difference? Nothing. It's an <laughs> adjective. And. And margin, (laughs) margin and adjective. Yeah. It's called, yeah. Margin retirement for me. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I can't make it. I can't, I can't make it alone on these just carrot three, three, three layered carrot cakes. I've got a, how I retire is you suckers (laughs) that come in and buy this crap that's overpriced. So, Yeah. Like a, a venue. Hey, I need to rent that to play cards. All right, well, it's like 150 bucks an hour. Uh, we're going to have a wedding here. Oh, you're going to have a wedding here? <laughs> we'll Here's, open the doors for you, but if you're actually going to walk in, that's another 20 bucks. Oh, you need chairs? 
Yeah. Well, it's yeah. only $80 a chair, but you have to set them up. Oh, but if we set them up, now it's $120 a chair. And do you want legs on because those chairs? Because they're wedding chairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you. Uh, <clears throat> they just, they see dads or whoever is paying for the wedding and they just say, sucka. <clears throat> it's a big old. Well, and the thing is that. Deep pocket. Yeah. Well, and that's. Yeah, that's problematic from the get go. Is that the deep pocket portion of that <laughs> doesn't exist, and so the the, uh, the you know the other part of that is is that but the expectation of deep pockets is there by the wife and the daughter. So that's because <laughs> you know it's like, and then they give you this look like, so you're not going to get the fifth job. I mean, like you're not you're not <laughs> yeah, going right. to you're not going to work on Saturday and Sunday night. You're you're not going to do that for me. You're not. Gonna Don't do you that? love me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And you're like, yeah. So now I'm, you know, uh, so now I have even more things to be bitter about. But <clears throat> so, yeah. Better is, uh, what is it? Bitter. It's, I don't what know. Is it something about eyes, the only difference between bitter and better oh, or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's like take the me yeah. out of team or something. I don't know. But anyway, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. um, now we're, we're gonna have fun it'll be a fun time so um, yeah that <clears throat> no doubt that's i'm already i'm already thinking about the dance i'm gonna you know do on the dance floor. oh dude you gotta start thinking about the the talk oh yeah and see that'll be a that's crime. the hard part yeah and i'm i'm awful at that terry said or and megan even mentioned i'm i'm not bad at writing you know like so yeah so she's so megan said why don't you just write stuff down and pass that out <laughs> i was like you could hire like get morgan freeman to write to, oh, to read to say <laughs> to read my word that would be great hello yeah. megan <laughs> i remember when you were just a little girl <laughs> this takes me back to shawshank um yeah yeah, yeah no so anyway, yeah, I, I'll have to work on that. that that's, I'm have to, there may be medication involved there. I don't know. Cause I, and maybe that will be awesome. If that, if that happens, if you, you're on medication and you're doing the father daughter dance and whatever it's called speech. Yeah. yeah it's, that will be well worth the price of admission. Yeah, well, I'm joking about the medicine deal, but I know I do need. To, I, I do I'm, need not, <laughs> I'm not joking about watching you. Uh, well, no, oh, yeah, my gosh. yeah, yeah, and um, so, yeah. I just, I'll just need to. I mean, you said just you just need to practice that. Is that yeah? If I, honest to God, truth, what what you do is you write it, and then when you read it and you're thinking about the situation, you will know. The times that are triggered, gonna give you quiver lips, yeah, yeah, and <clears throat> you just because you'll get it just reading it. You'll get it when you're just writing it. Probably. Oh, sure, yeah. But then when you think about reading it and you practice it, and then when you get in front of everybody, you're tired, you're in a really highly emotional state, right? Um, a million things going on, you know, something broke or whatever all that's coming to you then you read it once if you've done it enough and you know those things are coming 
Like I would try to say something funny right after or because I could be thinking about that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you okay. just, you kind of, you'll get now, when, when I married, when I performed the ceremony for Allie, that was harder because there wasn't, <clears throat> you know, I couldn't crack any jokes. I mean, <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah. but not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you know, God said, let man leave and cleave. Hey, let's cleave, you know. Reminds me of a story. Now, yeah. So, um, yeah. But if you practice, and I heard that from a sister-in-law who had to do a eulogy at a at a um, at a funeral, and somebody told her that, like, practice, know where the parts are that are hard or that are get you, and f- you you figure out how to get them. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> and you got you got some time. I know the, to write my, and practice. My, my problem is though that. Pretty much just standing up is the problem. You know, there's not the words. I'm I'm triggered just by standing. You know what I mean? It's the, yeah. yeah. Well, when you look, our, she's yeah. gonna look beautiful, and yeah, you know, and it's you see the. I mean, it's so cliche, but you see the little girl that's in the pictures on your wall, and you love Colin, but you're like. I don't know if, if I'm, you know, yeah, don't yeah. leave, you know? Uh, so anyway, <clears throat> but like, even though I been through two of those like that, they were, I enjoyed, like it was, it's a great memory and I love doing it. Even though, you know what I mean? When yeah. you look back, you're not like, oh man, I messed that up. Like, yeah, it was awesome. <clears throat> you're you're more positive than I am because I, I I really think I could screw this up pretty bad. Because <laughs> the thing is, hey. every time I've talked in Megan and or Terry and or any of my family, there's always this like, "Yeah, Dad, you kind of sucked at that." I mean, like that's kind of the <laughs> response I get. You know, what I mean, like, yeah, that that was kind of embarrassing, Dad, when you you know you can't get through the prayer or you you know whatever or you can't. Anyway, so it's, so I, you know, it's one of the deals. I, I'm going to have to be on my A game. I'm going to have to devoid myself of any emotion. I might just, I don't, I don't know. I've got to, I've got to work on it. Here's so. a, we can, we can do our podcast, you know, 30 days before the wedding and we can do it live, like on Facebook, do a Facebook live and we can have people, you know, be there listening and give you thumbs up or, or hateful faces, whatever they do. You know, and you can kind of heckle. We can coach you up. Yeah, you can get heckled, <laughs> and you can go. Hey, man, if I went through it on Facebook Live, I can do this in front of okay. eight thousand people here at this wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, you know, the, the, that's the great part is that you know, um, talking about wedding meals. Yeah, that's a, that's another. Oh yeah, one. that don't, wedding chicken is way more than <laughs> Chick Fil A chicken. Yeah. So I'm this this is, this is kind of funny. So. Um, one of the wedding coordinators, I guess is what they're called. I'm not really sure. But anyway, all I know is, you know, she's another one that's going to be digging in my pockets for some mm-hmm. money. But anyway, um, one Three of times the, as much as a regular coordinator. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if I was just wanting her to direct my life to be a life coach, she would be way less than she is for, you know, the six minutes of direction that we're going to get from her. But anyway, whatever. So, um, she has a, on one of them has a, on the, her website has a, 
um, I guess, a, uh, a plan according to what you would want. So in one of them, like it gives, like if you have 300 guests and you wanted to feed them happy meals. So that literally it's oh like, really yeah so she has that and so it's like you know if you have four hundred guests and you have happy meals for everybody that turns out to be six thousand dollars or whatever it is right. like you know so she's like just know that this is a number and then like if you wanted to upgrade a little bit and you wanted Chipotle or whatever and you know so that's like eight dollars or nine dollars a plate then that comes yeah. to anyway and you just go and so your level of well I'm like well. For sure, I want the Happy Meal. I mean, like, what? <laughs> what? You know, and, uh, yeah. It's like, I mean, I would be okay with somebody wanted a fish fillet, and but everybody else going to get a Happy Meal. But whatever. But anyway, well, I, like, fillet. I was fish. pretty lucky with the the uh, <clears throat> the frugalness, relative frugalness of the family. Um, but I will tell you one. I mean, unless it's just. Um, crazy your best idea or your best response is you know after dad or mike we need to do this and you say well how much is that going to be and they say x your best response is going to be okay oh yeah because you just give in yeah because <laughs> well, I've been especially practicing. as it's, <laughs> it's closer to the wedding and um. The volatility and, then, and then emotion. Like, <clears throat> yeah. The fact that you, you're you okay with chicken, but you're not okay with steak. That decision, you have nullified 30 years of marriage and 27 years of child rearing. <laughs> right? Right? Like, how could you? Like, this is your oldest daughter. Like, it's just chicken or steak. No, you know, it's not. And, yeah. and, and, and no, it's everything, not. Yeah, everything becomes. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Everything needs an anti-inflammatory because it gets. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like even each decision is like needs to be glazed in Advil. <laughs> so, Here, before you ask me this question. Yeah. Hold on just a sec. Yeah. Can we take, can we take some decompression, some. <clears throat> Anti-inflammatory. I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit, not a lot, but a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's one of those deals, you know, and I think the issue that you have with some of the, some of the friends that Megan has had or has, and then some of the stories that we've heard yeah. um, because of, of affiliations and, or um, friends of friends or whatever. Yeah. You're, you, the the bar is set relatively high and that's mm -hmm. kind of that's a little problematic as well so you know you kind of have yep. to there's a keeping up with the joneses that i don't necessarily think that either one of them really adhere to too bad but you kind of you know you're like you know there there is that there i mean I, yeah you kind you of know, default and part of it too is like kind of the social media thing like yeah, those pictures. I mean, kind of. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're going to yeah. be like, yeah. Oh my God, that backdrop. You know, if it's a. Yeah. You know, Texas. Were flag. those silk flowers? Were those <laughs> not even real flowers? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, so there's there's kind of a, yeah. I will say this though, I'm, because um, Sarah's close in age, and there's no. 
Mister on the, you know, in the in the Mr. picture right on the yeah. Right. I feel like there there is time for a potential recovery mode for a little bit, yeah. and if um, and Kate right now is, you know, she's single and looking. I guess would be a descriptor, but she's not looking hard. So that's kind of a good yeah. thing too. So anyway, so maybe we have a little bit of time to uh, figure out how to break into the, you know, national treasury. But yeah, well, and the other thing too is you you, you never know, Sarah or and or Kate. You know, I have no idea. Megan's may be bigger and more quote-unquote extravagant and kate might be okay with a you know smaller more intimate kind of thing or sarah like you 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 just that i don't think you have to necessarily worry about hey every time every wedding you're gonna go through is gonna necessarily get bigger yeah right yeah or more expensive they could (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to make you feel a little better. Well, mm-hmm. it's one of those deals. I, I had in my mind a number. <laughs> just, let's and just it say, turned out for the cake. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that included some Polaroids <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and some United HEB cookies. But other than that, yeah. So anyway, so that number that was in my head... <laughs> It's kind of like my anticipation of golf. You know what I mean? Like I go out and I go, okay, I would love to shoot this number. And really that I never, it's not even close to that. And that's kind of what this was. It's like, it was a number I thought really, in my opinion, was rather aggressive. Um, According to, um, you know, I guess my normal miserly ways. But anyway, but it's, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know. We'll, I'm sure we'll make it. I'm afraid I'm, you just have to, you have to embrace the fact that in a rational financial sense, you're about to make an investment that makes no sense at all. However, in the emotional memory special, you're, you're going to get a gazillion percent return on your dollar. Yeah, that one's kind of a hard one to swallow, though. You know, I mean, because you're like, mm-hmm. it make it kind of doesn't make sense. I mean, the fact that you know, putting doilies under everything that are hand stitched mm-hmm. by some women in Pennsylvania that you know are Amish or whatever, <clears throat> because someone else did that, and they're going to cost forty grand. I mean, I'm, this is a total joke, but you know, I mean, like that makes no sense whatsoever. But in this time, it's like that for some reason gets a pass. And I'm like, no, it doesn't have to get a pass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why? No, this is not. I mean, we don't need a doily from Pennsylvania We or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but right. So anyway, well, I think you both of the women that are involved are not crazy. So you, you have at least I mean, they could be crazier. Man, that's a better way to put it. They're not the craziest. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, uh, relative truth right there. Spoken, <laughs> spoken, this podcast, no, no truer words have been spoken on this podcast. R- relative truth. That's right. <laughs> Good. Lord. Relatively speaking. Relatively speaking. They're not speaking. crazy. That's right. 
compared no. to each other, they're completely sane. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. No, it, it will be, it'll be a, a grand time. I'm almost positive. So uh, the, I tell you, I'm the whole Southern branch of the Jerry McWilliams family tree is excited about it. So well, good. Getting yeah. to come. Yeah. It's the, yeah. I mean, did you uh, just to throw out a question? It, I mean, did y'all have difficulty though coming with the guest list and all that sort of stuff? But did that seem to come fairly easy? And then the number, like you had to get it to a certain number and all that. Did that work? Yeah. Out I mean, well? no, it, 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 uh, it was easy. I mean, it took a little bit of work. I wasn't involved in that at all. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, Because, like, with Courtney, so Courtney's wedding, <clears throat> all the people that knew Courtney that I knew live in Washington. You know what I mean? The f- right. family, friends that grew up with Courtney, really. Yeah. I mean, there were some around here for sure, but um, so there wasn't, we didn't have, I, Jacqueline and I didn't have a whole lot of people on our list in this area. Um, and that wasn't too hard. I don't, there wasn't really anything hard about like, and you know, like we had a bunch of family come and help, um, from Jacqueline's side of the family. And there's about 12 cousins on that side that came to help. And that, that made a big difference. Um, but no, it went pretty smooth. I think you'll you won't have a problem. You guys will get to your number of invitees and I, I need to ask Courtney, you were saying about thirty percent earlier. <clears throat> That's probably about the number that we didn't show up that we invited. Um probably right around there. Yeah. But it's still weird, you think I mean, you know, not everybody's going to show up because of a million different reasons, but you're still inviting them. And if they all did show up and you're like, man, mm. I only, yeah, I only got a hundred chickens. There's 150 of you guys here, right? Yeah. Or yeah. hundred happy meals. <laughs> Everybody's grab a nugget. Everybody gets one nugget. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it'll be, uh, um, I, I think we've, I think, th- th- you know, kind of working through that, that's a, I guess always a kind of a work in progress to some degree. Cause if you know, someone can't make it and we're right now, it's um, kind of settling looks like around the first of January. <clears throat> and so, you know, you know, on some sense that most people have already, you know, probably blown their travel budget for Christmas. And <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. so the ability to travel right after Christmas might not be on everyone's, um, to-do list so yeah you know i don't know if our i don't know if our numbers you know will be less or if it's like you know i don't i don't know you just we'll have to cross that bridge if you know i have to go make another run to mcdonald's so yeah yeah well and i think um yeah i don't know i mean january a lot of times is a slow month for people so they could take another weekend off and i don't have that
I did, we went to a wedding uh, probably three or four years ago that was on, I can't remember if it was on the 1st or if it was on December 31st. I think it was December 31st, New Year's Eve. And the venue said that's their, <clears throat> that's their highest, that's the, that's the night, New Year's Eve is the night that m everybody wants. And I said, I never even heard of a wedding on New Year's Eve. And they're like, yeah, people are traveling to have time off. It's a great weekend. Oh, wow. Or a great night. <laughs> yeah. So we maybe And did. it was whenever, it was like three or four years ago. So it was, it was on a Friday or Saturday night, New Year's Eve. And so <clears throat> it was awesome, you know. Yeah. They had a lot of people, so. Yeah. All right. Well, well let's wrap it up. Okay. Um, any mailbag, anything you want to mention on? No, I don't. The mailbag's been a little dry. Uh, I did yeah. the I had some reach out and say they've been traveling and they'd listen to the podcast and that's been always Don and yeah. Lisa they were traveling over in Japan uh, they weren't going to be able to make it to um, 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 to the states this year I think just due to different travel restrictions maybe that they have um, but but anyway while they were tooling around japan they uh, they did listen to us so we appreciate that as always keeping our listenership in japan being you know yeah and i think you did find out that we have another listener somewhere where yeah in ireland ireland there you go one of the yeah. brothers from another mother maybe yeah be <laughs> so we're so our global reach is germany russia laos japan and ireland now yeah, five which, countries, which is really impressive because we only have like <laughs> six people in the states that listen to us. So oh. anyway, no, I'm so, so half our half our audience is, is yeah, international, multinational. But I think everybody's hearing now that we are the, you know, number one entertainment. Yeah. So now that now that that word's out, it's just a matter of time. The storm will come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we keep yeah. we keep addressing um global issues like covid like we did tonight exactly yeah we'll go viral no pun intended yeah <laughs> all right well yeah. then um let's land on the plane. i guess until next time uh yeah if you have anything else i want to say yeah i know what? yeah um anybody wants to send in their uh marital marriage well wedding i guess i don't I don't really wedding encouragements and our wedding um, thoughts and mm. help uh, and also money. We're, we're taking money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's good at any point. This, this may be when we need to reach out for some sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I think there's probably something with the FCC. We can't raise money for the podcast and fund the wedding. I don't. <laughs> that it is might true. Be illegal of some type. Hey, I don't we, know. I, I do. We always have to give our shout out to Hargrove Crop Insurance, who will, yeah. by the way, will be a, a very intimate sponsor if I can land th their relative, um, Miles Hargrove, who is put together a, a documentary that we're going to try to reach out to, but um, I haven't reached out to miles just yet. He was very 
from what Amy had told me that he's very excited about being on the podcast. So um, I need to reach out. I just haven't done it because I wanted to watch the DVD, which I have received from Amy, and but I just haven't watched yet. So once I have that done, I will reach out to Miles and well, he, he I'm going to I'm going to be there Labor Day. Maybe we should watch it together. I can see it, too. Oh, yeah, we could do that. If you want to wait. Good. Yeah. Yeah. OK. Um, yeah. Yeah, thanks to Hargrove Crop Insurance. Um, I was going to say something. I can't remember what it was now. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, again, for listening to the Relative Truth Podcast. Thanks for making us the number one edutainment podcast in the world. I'm Trey McWilliams. And I'm Mike McWilliams. We'll see you guys on down the road. (laughs) 